Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. You're a bastard is what you are. <laughs> a bastard. That too. <laughs> spooky, spooky bastard. Yes. Spooky bastard. <laughs> and I'm spooky asshole. <laughs> I almost spit up my beard, damn it. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> no, yeah, you were right the first time. <laughs> Stay away from these cans. Somebody's shooting at these cans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay, yeah, I did have something I wanted to talk. To. I, I'm going to write this down. <laughs> Get a good idea for after. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I got an idea for next year. Oh, perfect. <laughs> And I think you'll like it because it's uh, it's a movie I know you like. So sweet. I will not do our regular joke because that would give it away. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> anyway, I'm spooky Steve Martin. <laughs> is that who it is? <laughs> yes, and I'm one wild and crazy guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, you want to give your, your beer first? Because I know you're having a new one, and I'm, we, we spoke between episodes, and I want to hear what he's drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a um, Omegang. That's how I pronounce it. I mean, it yeah. might be Omegang, but, but I, I say Omegang. This is their All Hallows Treat Imperial Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout. And boy, is it. <laughs> wow, it's- I... I may it's have just good. gotten a little hard. <laughs> it's not but for the, you. It's for the beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope. But the, the artwork on this is hilarious. It's it's almost like a, a, a 1950s horror comic cover with like hands and hands reaching up out of graves and tombstones in the background and ghosts flying around and oh, let's see. It's uh, one of the one of the the zombies that's coming up out of the ground is saying grains grains. <laughs> oh, and one of the ghosts, of course, is saying here for the booze. Uh, of course, um, but it is seven point six percent, and it's it's pretty good. I give it a, I give it a four, and uh, it's going to go good with my uh, Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> and I only say that be- not because I don't have any, but because they're in the other room and we're recording now, so I'm going to have to wait till we're done. <laughs> I waited until we got to this episode. I hear one in your mouth right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you want to know what I'm drinking? Yeah, what are you drinking? Oh, you already know, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> We've recorded two episodes tonight. This is my now second. Well, I guess it's a pint because it's a, the 16-ounce cans uh-huh. of Great Lakes Brewing's Nasferatu. That's an appropriate one for this episode. Very appropriate for many reasons. Um, well, mostly one, but I'll talk about a couple others. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, finished up my 16 ounces of 8% Nosferatu during the first episode and start my second pint, 16 ounces, 8% Nosferatu now. Cool. But do you want to hear something that is very, very adjacent to the episode we're talking about? Yes. And it even goes with my beer better. And I don't know how we missed this. This is not topic of our episode which you probably know because you've seen the title but 100 years ago this is the 100th anniversary of nosferatu yeah you know we should have done that this year we should have okay. i mean we still have time we could 
we could, or I'll make a note to do it for next year for the 101st. The 101st. <laughs> Want to know what vampire movie came out in 1972? Uh, vampire uh, Circus. Uh, uh, what? Vampire Circus. <laughs> okay. Which is awesome. But you know what? We're not talking about it. No, we're not. We're talking about Dracula AD 1972. We are. And not Blackula, which also came out in 1972. Oh, did that really come out in 72? 72. I thought Damn, it was like I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. <laughs> I've not seen it since well the 80s. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's it's if you don't mind black exploitation movies. I, I don't. I don't. I don't either. A lot of, uh, well, a lot of times they were directed by black. Well, I won't say a lot of times. I know some of them were directed by black directors and written by black writers. So, right. So. If the whole thing's a, a, a black personnel where they're help bringing each other up, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. But anyway, Jody is right. We are specifically talking about Dracula AD 1972. Yeah. Released 50 years ago. Not today. I don't even know. Like it's a. Whatever day we're recording this and it comes out on, it's probably not today. <laughs> huh. Oh my God. Shit. Tomorrow is the 50th. <laughs> the, 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 the day we're recording in late September, tomorrow is the release date. Oh, that's awesome. Damn it. 49 years and 364.25 days ago. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, it kills me. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Dracula AD 1972. <laughs> Get on with it, fuckers. Well, look, let's be honest. If you're still listening, you enjoy this shit. <laughs> yeah. The main reason I did this one is because I specifically remember last year saying, ha, I'm going to watch this this year, but we should do an episode next year on its 50th. And Jody's like, yeah. And I wrote it down and now I'm fucking stuck doing it. <laughs> But dear listeners, that's how much we love you. We're, we're doing this for you. This, just like the Japanese horror film House that we just recorded, mm-hmm. which came out in 1977, yes, is one trippy-ass motherfucking movie. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it is. And of course, you can tell it's Dracula because it, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of a reboot thing where the first scene is... Dracula being killed by Van Helsing mm-hmm. in 1872. Yeah, yeah. Then 100 years later, 1972, he's mm-hmm. brought back to life by a disciple, Alucard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alucard. Yeah, that's yeah. Because nobody knows what Dracula spelled backwards means. <laughs> but you know, I'll be honest. If I was hanging out and getting high and drunk with somebody in college whose name was Alucard. I, and until I saw it written down, I'm not sure I would get it. Right. But Alucard is the spitting image of a disciple from 1872. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know how much of the actual plot I'll go into, but mm-hmm. this is a trippy. It is. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say I did try a couple times. I tried two times on my own. And then I asked two people whose horror movies. Like, I, I respect their ideas. It is Brian and Josh from Scarlet Lane. Yeah. And I said, so what do you think? Is this the first instance of Dracula being pulled into the modern era? And when I explain that, I, I don't mean a modern film. I mean the actual character of Dracula being pulled forward. And, and in my couple searches and their thoughts, 
I think this is the first one where Dracula himself is modern. I I think so because um, as I'm scrolling through the IMDb trivia, uh, they they talk about one of the actors prized his role from this movie in 1973's The Satanic Rites of Dracula. So I think that I think you might be right. I think this might be the first. You know, we could go into detail about why because okay, Christopher Lee is Dracula. Mm-hmm. Not his first Hammer Horror. This is a Hammer film, right? Not his first Hammer Dracula movie, but they they had done it. They'd done a quite. They'd done a few, and they were trying to kind of revamp things, but they couldn't get the personnel they wanted, and and they knew both him and uh, Peter Cushing, who is Van Helsing. Yep, they're getting a bit older, but they mm-hmm. they. You know, they're trying to make it a little newer, so they decided to say, well, what happens if he comes to the modern era? Makes sense. Yeah, and when I say Peter Cushing's Van Helsing, that is the 1872 Van Helsing that kills Dracula and his descendant, 1972, who has to go through the same thing. Yes. But I tell you, this is trippy, because after the 1872 scene, one of the first scenes in 1972 is just some bizarre, hippie, party at somebody's posh residence and <laughs> and you see like they're playing this oh it's, it's a band called uh stone ground mm-hmm. and then now i'll get to them in a second but they're just they're playing 1972 music they're this funky hippie shit yeah and and all the youngsters are getting high and dancing and almost fucking and all the old people are just sitting there watching going oh my stars and garters but not doing anything about it <laughs> Until they finally get fed up and call the police, <laughs> but that that introduces the youngster group, all the all the young people, mm-hmm. uh, which includes Johnny Alucard. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to not subtle. No, not at all. New <laughs> Hammer Horror, known for subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it does have Hammer in the name. <laughs> I like to be, I, I like to kill flies the subtle way with a hammer. <laughs> uh, so it's just trippy. I mean, it's it's about a, a group of 1872 youngsters. Mm-hmm. 1872? 19. 19. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very little. You're welcome even less. <laughs> who just, who, who encountered Dracula and, and some of them get into it some of them try to not and it's 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 exactly what you think about dracula so you've got these hippie 19 uh, ni- yeah 1970s kids uh-huh dracula's still old school who's hanging out in a, an abandoned church that's falling apart and <laughs> yeah and having his dracula satanic rites and everything you know he's brought mm-hmm. back to life and he's trying to make more drag dragon vampires he's trying to make more draculas yay more draculas ah you can't have too many Dracula. Okay, so it's Hammer. So, of course, there's blood and scariness and breasts Boobs. in, in see through <laughs> diaphanous gowns. You, you, <laughs> you can't. Say spooks. I said boobs. Oh, bo- okay, boobs. We're saying you said, you said breasts. I said boobs. <laughs> okay, so as a harken back, don't forget to listen to our James Bond Hammer horror crossover. Because Yeah. I, I won't go into more detail, but I will say Carolyn Monroe's in this, who is fantastic. Yes. Uh, I mean, all the, all, you know, 
you've got Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, who are just two of the most awesomely, even when they're trying to be good guys, like Peter Cushing is here as Lorimer Van Helsing, Lawrence's descendant, or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's always going to be Grand Moff Tarkin to me, though. Always going to be. And even when he's a good guy, he has... He comes across as I could kill you with a blink. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you've got some really awesome young people. Both the men and women are very attractive and party goers. And it's just, it's fun and cool. Yeah. Instead of getting into the whole plot, of course, Dracula tries to seduce Van Helsing's granddaughter in this one, right? Yes. Um, I was just looking at IMDb. It was supposed to be his daughter, but Peter Cushing's wife had just died. So he physically aged when they were shooting the movie. So they oh. changed it to his granddaughter. That's right. They and, actually put a picture of his wife on the desk, right? Yes. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Dracula um, tries to get his granddaughter to turn her and she turned, he'd already turned some of her friends. And, and at first they're just doing this ritual and they think it's all fake. And even when some of their friends start dying, they're not sure how real it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hippie. In fact, here, um, you should watch it. But I'm, I'm going to give some of the side points from other people, like some of the background instead. Okay. Uh, so I looked up some articles, not, you know, I, I try to do a bit of research. And that's why I actually decided instead of going over every bit, mm -hmm. in general, these articles talk about how awesome Dracula 80, 1972 is because it, it, it was kind of panned at the time, like a lot of Hammer Horror. I enjoyed it. I watched it last year or the year before. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I don't. I've got Satanic Rites of Dracula, so I've got the one that came out the year after this. But yeah, I, th I think this is one I might want to think about adding to my collection. It's, it's good. People now actually think it's a really good cult classic type of thing. And, and as much because it really, you know, people that were in London in the 70s said this is fairly accurate how, you know, the parties went. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've, I've got just a, a few things. Okay. And, you know, jump in, interrupt me, uh, of course. One of the best articles I found, I'm not sure what her actual name is, but she went by Miss K. Uh, McLaughlin, uh, M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. And there's a little at sign. So I'm assuming you can find her on either Twitter or Instagram with that. Miss, mm -hmm. M-S um, underscore K underscore what I just said. Uh, but she's talking about it. And, and I didn't really, I, I've watched Bella Lugosi and, and things. And, and I've watched Christopher Lee. But this uh, writer makes a really good point where Bella Lugosi would just kind of stand there and stare, make hypnotic gestures, and elongate his vowels. You know, like, spooky Joe. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, and he does that sort of thing, which, which also then inspired comedy impersonators like Grandpa Munster and, and things. Yeah. Christopher Lee changes that from going... Like his Dracula is, she says, I'm assuming with Miss, uh, disarmingly polite and businesslike, and then suddenly becomes this dangerous physical matador swashbuckler physical threat that's a lady killer. <laughs> yeah, lady killer, literal. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me wonder kind of what he was thinking. So I went and I, I tried to find some Christopher Lee interviews, and I finally found one where it's him not long before he passed away here recently oh, okay but, but somebody asked him about playing dracula and he talked about how he when he first started 
because I think his first Dracula role was in 1958, I, I, I think. But he, he talks about how he really wanted to bring Bram Stoker's Dracula to life. Like he, he actually read it. And he, in this interview, he quoted Bram Stoker's like some passages like verbatim without looking it up. Wow. He was good about stuff like that because he could do that with the, the Lord of the Rings. He read, he read Lord of the Rings every year. Yeah, when people would talk to him, he'd be like, oh, yes, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and he actually knew Tolkien. He, he'd actually met Professor Tolkien. So Yeah, the, the one person, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, in this case, he, he wanted to bring Bram Stoker's Dracula life, and, and he did. But then the script started getting away, and he say, he actually said that Hammer horror, uh, the Hammer films would call him and say, hey, do you want to do this? He'd read the script. He'd be like, no. <laughs> well, well, you have to. No, you, you must. No. Come on. We, we already pitched this to America with your name. He's like, no. And they're like, but all the people, all the crew are, are already involved. And if you don't do it, they're not going to get paid. And he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, because those were his friends. He knew them all. And he didn't want yeah. them to not get paid. Right. But he, he tried to bring forth the Bram Stoker Dracula into his role. I thought he did a good job of it. Yeah, his, his Dracula is really good yeah we could talk about the actual bram stoker's dracula with winona Ryder. been perpetually on my list of famous people i can sleep with since i've started dating but beside yeah, the point yeah, yeah yeah but yeah I, I think that's great but i think christopher lee does a great job yeah he does he does i like bella lugosi's take on dracula so probably my favorite but i had christopher lee's probably my second well, okay, my favorite's going to be uh, What's His Nut from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, Gary, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, thanks. Yeah. Because I think it's the closest. Who, who the did it? Yeah. Yeah. I I would agree probably closest one to the to the book. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. closest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I do like Bella Lugosi. He's, he's wonderful. Yeah. Mention also, before I get to my next famous person talking about this movie, that this particular movie does a good job of showing the difference between the charming counterculture time capsule of the hippies versus the stuffy British establishment, which we mentioned in the party scene. I think you are correct. Yes. Well, that, that's coming from Miss Kay. I, uh, okay. I forgot that one extra line. I'm going to give credit because that's what we do. We try. Uh, so Tim Burton, who, oh. yeah, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I almost said Johnny Appleseed, but it's Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's all 80-30. <laughs> Sorry. Inside so joke. Sorry, Donna. He actually wanted to move to London after watching this movie. Really? He, he did because of the horror, the whole spooky swinger vibe thing. <laughs> that, that's what it is. It's a horror swinging 70s hippie counterculture movie. It is, yeah. Yeah. For Hammer, there's not as much nudity as you. There is as much erotic, almost nudity. Yeah. I'll say as as 14-year-old James, there would have been enough to toss one off as current James. <laughs> as, as, enough okay. that I, I, I might go get onto actually something good and watch. <laughs> sure, sure. <clears throat> Moving on. So I said I would go back and, uh -huh. and getting off the whole nudity thing <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. to the band. Uh, Stone Ground yep. was an American band who did the music for yep. like the party and stuff at the beginning. But they replaced 
the band who was supposed to play. Do you know who that was? Faces. 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 Not small the, faces. The faces. Not the faces. That's, just faces. That's, that's, that's what it said in. That's what it said in here was the faces. Is it? I, the, actually, it? I think you're right though. I think it is just faces. One of the members of Stone Ground was mm-hmm. Sal Valentino, who was formerly part of the Bo Brummel band. And I mentioned that in a few episodes because of the Bo Brummels from Billy Joel. And they were actually like some, is a fashion sense thing, but that's all I wanted to mention and go back and listen to that. And I've got one other note, but uh, that can wait. You talk about bands. I'm going to drink. Okay. One of the actresses who was in this movie, Marsha Hunt, she has a connection to the Rolling Stones. Interesting. A couple of connections to the Rolling Stones. Um, she she had a relationship with Mick Jagger. She is the mother of one of his children, his daughter, Karis Jagger. According to IMDb, she is also the inspiration for the song Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. And I will say in this movie, she is hot. I will also say yes. <laughs> they all were. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The men, the women, they were all quite. <laughs> oh, well, I was. I was. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, go with what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? Yes, the men, the men were, they were attractive men. I know she had a part in hair too, the musical, which I, I think I've mentioned once or twice. So I have one more note. Okay. B- besides our usual wrap up of shit, do, do you have anything else on? I, I don't know. You said some of you know. I didn't know if you had other things on the other actors or or not. I do not. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the other actors, they've, they've done things. Uh, the biggest ones that, you know, Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, we've mentioned Carolyn Monroe in previous episodes, and that's that's kind of the, the big thing. But I would like to point out that this movie was also semi-based on the Highgate Vampire. Yes, it was. Yes. I was going to mention that, but I figured you had a note because we've talked about it, and that was your idea to talk about. Episode 185 from last year. <laughs> 2021 halloween i thought it was so, last year yeah so yes i yeah, was right we, we did highgate vampire for us and we did the highgate pub thing with our crossover with the uh kind of spooky podcast yeah we did but that that's kind of what i mean i don't want to give away the so the ending is good we all know who wins and who doesn't i'm not gonna say who it does and jody mentioned satanic rites of dracula which came out the next year in 73 which is a direct sequel, which is really good. Now, I will say, I did I did see on IMDb that this movie was released um, in a couple of places. I know Spain was one of them as Dracula AD 1973 because it didn't come out until 73 instead of 80, instead of 72. That makes sense. Yeah, I thought so. So for our listeners in other countries who did not get it till the next year, Happy 49th anniversary. (laughs) Yes, but we hope you've enjoyed our spooky season and we're not sure the order of these are coming out in. So whenever you hear this, enjoy the whole month. (laughs) Yeah. But on that, I am drunken Nosferatu James. (laughs) I am am drunken Jack-O-Lantern Jody. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes.
That's that's kind of what I said. That's what I said. I was agreeing <laughs> with you. <laughs> Uh, we're right. Scatman Terrors. <laughs> <laughs> Funky Tut. <laughs> <laughs> We've got notes. What do you mean? It says Nosferatu. <laughs> that's that's my note. <laughs> <laughs> Where we expound awesomely on how exponentially great the 70s were. Yes. Or whatever order those words. <laughs> <laughs> But I heard you take a breath. I seen if you had to say something. No, I was trying not to belch into the microphone. Hey, and we all appreciate that. <laughs> I thought you might. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Lugosi versus Lee. Dracula <laughs> downtown. Who's gonna win the? Jingle hell, jingle hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you might want to take that part out. Oh, that part's going out. <laughs> I wouldn't even put that in the outtakes. Oh, fucking not a chance.